0: Talk about the new Elvis
1: It's Jay. I'm back again for another one. And tonight I have with me Kanaya. Whoop whoop. What's up, Kanaya? How are you? I'm good. It's funny because I didn't really know if I was gonna fool with the movie or not, even though I thought I'd eventually get to it, but you definitely put a battery in my back about seeing it. It's interesting because this person, I grew up watching his movies and stuff. I remember seeing commercials for his shows and stuff. And it's always trippy to me because I remember him seeing him younger in the movies. But when I saw commercials for him, he was like older and sweating and singing hard into the mm-hmm. mic and women falling all over the place and stuff. I guess I think that's the first time I ever noticed uh, inconsistencies with things. Because usually when you see stuff, you just see it as it is. I didn't understand that things are really before me. And yes. When, yeah. they're, when they're out, then I'm bumping against the reality mm-hmm. of current times. You know?
0: Yeah, that's a good statement, yes. It's
1: interesting to see that. And I think he was one of the first ones I you know, saw like that. Because also like with him, even though I didn't know he was older at the time, but I saw him young first and then I would see stuff of him currently and it was just like, wow, that, that's a that's a true Oh,
0: and I didn't even, so he died. So he died in 77. Well, and then I was born in 76 and then, um, so my birthday is on the 9th, um, he was born on the 8th, which is actually the same day as my stepfather so we had Elvis month for the whole month at my house okay. um, just just because the running joke was I was born on Nixon's Nixon's birthday, which is not so good but he was, my stepfather would be like well at least I'm born on Elvis and I'm like well you know, it's just kind of this joke in the house but, and then like, I think I was like 12 or 13 and I was in love with Elvis you know, I watched all his movies, I thought he was young Um, and he died already right I didn't know any better so like 12 my mom's best friend told me that uh, he was he had died and I cried I locked myself in my room for like two days didn't want to eat anything (laughs) but he had been dead for like a while
1: (laughs) it's real when you realize it. it's real when you realize it
0: (laughs) I had no idea but he was my first uh I guess my first movie slash music crush that you know that you know that I that I'd have a poster on the wall of hmm. so he was my first poster on my wall and that was just because it was in a, my in the household like he was a fan like my stepfather and me and my mom liked him and that was probably the only reason too Okay. that I grew up with him too That's cool. but yeah yeah so I mean I went to go see the movie because I I like Elvis but that movie had me thinking the whole time you know, you go to movie for entertainment and then you go to the movie. I thought that was just gonna be an entertainment movie. I didn't know that I was going to analyze so much of it. So I think I need to actually re-see it just to see if my brain can stop, like if, can I just enjoy it or do I have to think about this, this and this during the whole thing.
1: Yeah, it's like, there's a lot attached to Elvis for different reasons. You know, I'm sure I had some biases and stuff, too, just because of like, you know, rumors and time and, you know, yep. people having comments about them, songs about them and stuff. So I can't lie and say that that didn't play a part because we just don't really know about things. We just kind of take people word for it. And you really just don't know. And Right. So, well, there's
0: Elvis, the person. And then there's the the machine,
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: you know, like. Yeah. The machine that makes the movie, the mis- I mean, even back then to now, and that's all I kept on kind of thinking about, like I told you, is that I think a lot of people would walk out of that movie and not do any research and believe that everything in that movie was fact. And that yeah. is, you know, I enjoyed the movie as a movie, but I didn't enjoy the, the, whoever, the narrative of it because okay. some things were not correct in it for me.
1: Yeah, movies, you know, it's funny because they're dangerous because they're just so well lit They're, the narrative could be so strong it could be the best of somebody or the worst of somebody depending on who hands this in so you don't know what you're going to get and so it's a funny kind of thing because because you're seeing it it makes it real Even if it's not Mm -hmm. the truth, you assume. And since it looks like the person, sounds like the person, (laughs) you don't have the real story to combat it. So whatever is being said, it's like it's almost kind of like how you are when you're a kid and your parents tell you something and you don't never think to question it, you know, Yeah. because if they told you that's good enough, you know right? Yeah. Until t- t- you get older and find out, like, you know, well, they might have been wrong. They may have had their biases about something. They may have let stuff slide or certain things may not have been important to them so they wouldn't have brought it up to you. So it's just funny how the information we get is very um, curated. I yes. Think
0: that- uh, I- yes, I agree with that. And I already knew that, but for some reason that movie hit me in a way and I don't know why that movie did that to me where... They wanted me to feel a certain way or other people to feel a certain way. And I don't know. There I, I I'm just gonna say is that like Elvis never hung out with like B.B. King and did all these things, but they put it in there and there's no there's no like there's no proof that he was even on that street. Right. So I, I feel like the movie could have been just fine. They needed needed to put some added stuff in there for him not to be to not talk about the subject of Elvis the King being inspired or stolen other music genre. And this is where I have that. I don't know how to go about dissecting what they're trying to do about showing Elvis in a different um, perspective in that movie.
1: Okay, let's start with this. First, without any spoilers, what was your thoughts of the movie when you saw it? what did you think when you saw the movie?
0: As just a movie?
1: it's just without
0: it like did you like it i liked it yes i did enjoy the movie well i guess i enjoyed the movie because the character whoever played elvis i wish i knew his name on the top of my head was a good actor tom hanks learning more about the colonel and how um elvis was in vegas i mean there was just a lot of layers on it but I mean I'm just if I just wanted to say I like the movie I like the movie but the, I'm still having a problem with the movie so what it was hard for me is really seeing how the industry really controls the narrative and I mean in the sense I like the movie because it did that to me it made me really think about a lot of things I mean even down to Britney Spears and how like we see her I mean, I like the movie, but it's very complex to me. I wish it was just like an entertainment movie, but it wasn't. It was, it was layered on layered and lots of different parts of it made me question a lot of things.
1: Yeah, it, it was a lot. And part of it is probably due to the director as well and the fact that always had a lot of stuff going on so it was a lot to squeeze in into a couple hours right Um, you couldn't do that yeah you couldn't
0: put his whole life in just a few right it was still three hours though I mean I think it was pretty long movie, and it went by really well I mean I followed along pretty well I mean you know but
1: yeah and by the way the kid's name was Austin Butler
0: that's what it was yes
1: yeah he did he did a great job I'll I'll tell you like I said I was kind of (laughs) I was kind of it was so much stuff going through my mind, you know, like like you were saying, and I had to kind of catch myself and I had to think, you know, even though I have my issues that I got to kind of work through or whatnot, like when I saw it, it really was a good movie. And I think that with that director, if you're a fan of Elvis or just want to have something that's kind of documenting the life of a rock star, this guy directed it perfectly. You know, it looks uh, like if you had like a something in your mind about your favorite artist and just the highlights and the, the power and the reaction of people and it paused at the right spots and people are feigning and stuff like that. Like, I think any musician who had a documentary done on them, this is what they would want. You know, it skims across the bumpy parts, but it acknowledges them.
0: Um, yes, everything's yes in a good
1: I agree. everything's in a good light. Everything is is bold and flashy like a music video almost. Yes. You exactly. Know? Everything is just got like this haze of, you know, what's important is really up front. The things that are not is just kind of glossed over. Like they're there, but you can't really make it out. You know, it's just there in the background. So it's not interrupting the narrative that's trying to be played.
0: So in that sense, they played the gray really well.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then <laughs> And then I thought it was interesting (laughs) um, also with it is that it was interesting how, and this is, okay, so this is credit I'm giving to the director, Laz Berman, and then the movie, but then also I have an issue with it too, is how how Elvis was presented in a way where he was almost just, you know, a naive person in a sailboat and whatever way the wind is blowing is where he's going. It's like he has no accountability at all. It's just like, he just... The world is just happening around him and he's just la dog da looking at the sky and just this stuff <sighs> happening without even giving him any credit for anything wrong that he did which is very interesting right. now if you're a fan of somebody yeah that's how you, that's how you think of somebody that you're a fan of or how you see your parents and things like that but it's not the reality of it but as a as a presentation of like i said a superstar that you think highly of you know because normally when you have these kind of movies Say if they do a Whitney Houston movie, which they're going to do, I'm sure they're going to be touching on stuff that's grimy and hard to see and all this other kind of stuff. But it was just amazing how when it came to Elvis's movie, it was just a pretty picture. Even the ugly stuff was pretty.
0: No, exactly. (laughs) Even the ugly stuff was pretty. Like even like, what was he, 24 met Priscilla when she was 14, but they were madly in love. They had like that's yeah i mean there was a lot of that you know there was a lot of cray
1: yeah so as a movie i thought it was a great movie (laughs) i did think it was a great movie i'm glad you just
0: explained it that way by the way that was really insightful even for me
1: you know i really had to break that down and even though we saw the the movie you know a week or so ago and i know we're supposed to talk about it sooner i'm kind of glad that we didn't because it really gave me more time just to kind of you know, back myself off of feelings, you know, cause sometimes you just get stuff raw. Cause I tell you, I was sitting up there watching that movie just kind of just like looking through the screen. Like you better not <laughs> say this, this better not happen. I'm, I'm looking at everything. Like I said, I'm looking through the wall, like I'm checking everything that's coming through and just like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, right. No, that's, oh, and I I had to catch myself. I'm like, this is too much. I can't, I can't white knuckle this whole movie. I got to (laughs) relax. I got to see what's coming. I'm thinking like notes in my head and oh yeah, I got to bring this up to Kanaya. and I'm just, I'm just, you know, I'm so dissecting that I'm not enjoying my meal. I need to pay attention to my meal.
0: Yes. You know, so I caught myself. And I think that's why I want to see it again, because I do want to see it again, because I was, I don't know, I just dissected that movie so much. And I would have liked just to watch it for entertainment purposes, but I definitely went there in my brain. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I was critiquing that movie left and right and not maybe the good ways either.
1: But like I said, that happens when it's, um, you know, stuff that, you know, that we're vested in in some kind of way, good, bad or indifferent. You know, if it kind of matters to us in any kind of way, then we're going to give it a different kind of attention versus somebody we didn't know and we'll be like oh that's interesting and we wouldn't think twice about it we wouldn't necessarily investigate but somebody that you kind of know or you feel you know like a tupac movie that's going to be some stuff because people oh, right. know and, and so it's going to be some you know contradiction it's going to be a whole bunch of stuff so anything like that it's going to be kind of rough to find that yeah. fine line and it's kind of like some people be like so how come you put all the bad stuff in how come you But then why would you do a two or three hour movie about just all bad stuff when when that's not really the relationship you have with the person that might have been their relationship with Mm. their personal life. But what they're what they're giving you that has nothing to do with it. Mm. They're giving you their art, not their demons. Oh, yes. So it's a different it's a different kind of thing. But, you know, when you say you're doing a documentary style or doing a true life event stuff, you do owe your audience everything you know so if there's like a fake movie about elvis and they just made it up and had some ideas about some stuff that'd be different you, you'd be less crucial but this is supposed to be something that's supposed to be you know they're basically rebranding elvis you That's know? right they
0: are rebranding and, it, yeah. and so
1: it's very interesting to see and yes how people feel about it is going to be determined by what's presented and how people feel about what's being presented
0: Right, and there was a lot I didn't, I, there actually a lot I didn't know. Um, just, you know, always liking him and watching his movies. I didn't really know too much. I went down the rabbit hole of the internet mm-hmm. and then I got all what facts and what pages do I should even get the facts from? And yeah, yeah. that was a spiral. Trying to get the correct information is another thing that made me realize it's hard to get data that is truthful out there now, or maybe it was always that way. And that's the thing that I'm realizing. Maybe it's always been this way.
1: Yeah. I think, I think society got to where it was okay to have misleading information. And I think that things like Wikipedia, like it threw me off when I found out, because usually that's the first thing you go to Wikipedia to find out about yep. this and that. And then you find out Wikipedia could be updated by anybody pretty much. That's right? And it's like, what? <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> like anybody, right, I go right. up on there. Yeah, right, right, and, and that's what
1: they tell you to go look for information. So it's just so interesting, and it doesn't help when, like, when movies and stuff come out because you don't know if people are going to update the information that's supposed to be "quote unquote" yeah. history with the new stuff that they that they just found out from a movie that could have been made up. It muddies the pot, that's for sure. Okay, so I'm gonna get yeah. onto this part just to get it out of the way. So you know, uh, Elvis and, and you know, and black folks, the, the relationships, the feelings, the blah 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 blah. Right, so the truth is, I never met the dude, but I have heard different things about, as far as like Black people and how they feel about him, Black people that knew him, when they want to find a narrative that's gonna be like, you know, Black people liked him and thought that he brought attention to Black music, they might use it as that narrative and say that, which I like, oh, maybe, whatever. But then also- Right, I read a whole (laughs)
0: article about B.B. King, actually, I mean, um, not in that movie part, but him, uh, he said something in this article that I found really interesting but I if I can't repeat what he said I don't want you but also it is not my place to say anything about that because I don't I am white and I don't know how that feels I can only be a person that that can listen and listen to what people think about that like I don't really want to have an opinion because it's so that's where I think the narrative has been wrong is where I shouldn't have an opinion about that, that, I guess. I don't know. I'm
1: well, I don't think that's fair because I I think you have an opinion because you know, you being presented something.
0: Opinion. Maybe that's not the right word. Maybe I want to be educated Mm -hmm. to have a better, an opinion, I guess. Okay. Because That's where I want to go. Like I want to be a part of the solution, not a part of the problem. And I need to be aware of those feelings and those interpretations, because by the way, I didn't really know that then and now i do now because i'm a 40 someone woman but i didn't know any of that was going on when i'm younger and so it was just like a whole thing that i wanted to educate myself on because i was so uneducated
1: no that's fair that's that's fair and i think it's beautiful that you know you see something like that that you want to get more information on so you can have a an informed comment or or question even but i thought it was very interesting when i came across this um interview where somebody's interviewing ray charles and they brought up you know so what do you think of elvis and he just started laughing and (laughs) i can't say exactly what how he said it but what it pretty much was is kind of like well you know he's a white boy had greasy hair Moved his hips and body like a black person and did music like black people. So he said, so I'm not going to be impressed by that. I've seen that I do that. So, Mm. so it's kind of like, what do you expect for me to say? You know, it's not like he was disrespecting him or anything, but it's almost kind of like, like somebody who created something or did something or do something. And you have seen somebody kind of doing an interpretation of it and you supposed to be impressed by it. It's like, like that's, that's my mama's recipe. So I'm not gonna be too impressed by the neighbor making it, you know. It's like my, right, it, it's the same recipe, but my mom makes it different, and that's what I know already. So I can't. It's hard for me to be impressed. It's almost. <laughs> it reminds me when I saw that. It reminded me of. Um, I had a conversation with my my cousin Nita, and she's a musician, and I remember as a kid she would play in church and she would go around to different instruments and play. So she will pick up the bass, then she'd pick up the guitar, play the drums, play the organ. she just go around and pick up different instruments and play, right? And she sings and all this other kind of stuff. And so I told her, I was like, it was a trip because I grew up with that. So when I saw mm-hmm. Prince do that, and everybody's talking about oh prince plays all these instruments and blah 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 and i was like i saw it before when i was a kid my cousin nita would get up and do the same <laughs> thing where she would get up and go to each instrument and just start playing like it was no thing so i'm just saying that to say it's just funny when you see something and then you see it somewhere else it's kind of like well depending on your experience and if you saw it your level of um excitement or awe is going to be determined yeah. by what you've seen before right I'm sure that you know a lot of stuff that you know a lot, a lot of black accent stuff wasn't even shown on TV for for a no, long time right. or, but to the person watching it would be thinking like, oh, this is brand there new. You would
0: definitely exactly.
1: It's like whoever got it on TV first made it up. You know? Yes. And a lot of right. people, and a lot of people it
0: up. Right. Yeah.
1: And a lot of people, you know, especially in movies and TV and music and stuff, it's gonna be a lot of stuff like that. It's almost like with Michael Jackson and the Moonwalk. That's the first time a lot of people seen the moonwalk, you know, but people that was into breakdancing and stuff saw that move before. But Michael right. Jackson is the one dance. who yeah. did it on Motown and and made it a thing. It was a moment. It wasn't mm-hmm. necessarily about it being new, but it was new to the masses. Right. People who know know. But to the masses, that kid was floating across that stage. And that's the way I saw it as well. Me too. You know, it doesn't take away from it. But tell that to the person who did that 10 years before him. Or did, who did it on a a street dancer who did that. And they're like, oh, you see that moonwalking thing? And he'd be like, dude, I do that all the time. What happened when I did it on Soul Train? Nobody said anything when I did it on there. You know what I mean? So it's just funny how... I think some of the issue is the fact that somebody's coming, looking for an excitement or a certain kind of answer from somebody who's already been there, done that. And so somebody who's not into that kind of thing is going to have a different reaction. It's like, even with like, with me and art, like I'd be more impressed on somebody being able to sing a song than I would for them to do some artwork. And that's because I do artwork. I kind of know how that goes. So my excitement for seeing somebody do that, I'm like, yeah, you just you put the paint to the to the canvas. That yeah, that's that, that's that's how you make a painting. Yeah, you know, versus somebody doing a song, I'm like, where did right. that come from? How'd you how'd you right. layer those notes? Now you want to see me impressed? Ask me about something I don't do. Right, yeah, that's so, uh, very so, insightful. I, so I think a lot of Elvis stuff, especially who they're asking and you know it's kind of like well i do it or i've seen it before so i'm not saying it's not good but i'm saying like i'm not gonna have that same kind of thing because i've seen it before and i'm familiar with it so it's hard to get excited about something that you already know
0: i like that thank you for that yeah
1: but i will say i had to roll my eyes when the movie started and i'm thinking like (laughs) okay here we go so
0: oh the you church know. scene okay i know you're laughing because when i saw oh, that man because I, I know you and i know me and i know how we think i, I yeah i know man okay <laughs> I
1: okay so I know. so so elvis so elvis in the hood with his little black friends right because yeah you know, <laughs> his dad get in the situation so he gotta live with the black kids so they run across the street and they're in town hanging out and stuff and he goes and looks into this, you know, him and the kids are looking into this uh this little shack thing. And then he looks in there and you see these, you know, this this black man and woman kinda of dirty dancing and they kinda of grind right, like in, that, in slow motion and stuff. Yeah. And then they, you know, they leave from there, Oh, let's go, let's go. And they run. Down the road, and they go to one of these, you know, tent churches that they have prayer service and stuff. And he goes in there and he's seeing uh-huh. the the people catching the Holy Ghost and shouting and stuff, and what, yep. whatever. And he's catching, he's watching it, and he's just enthralled with it. And he sees it, and he just starts kind of. And the way it's shot is beautiful because they have it layered with him on stage now and kind of oh, doing it's his beautiful. thing. Oh, yeah, so it's so, beautiful. Right. Yeah. So the way it's it layered is like. Why is his leg shaking? Why is his leg shaking on the stage? What's about to happen? And you see the flashback of him and his oh. hands are trembling and his body trembling because he's watching. And it's just like, okay, yeah. is he really catching the Holy Ghost or he just seeing <laughs> them going through it and he's just going through the motions? You don't know. But the way it's presented no, is like he, he has a moment, even the way the preacher was, because like the boys was like trying to pull him out, like, let's go. And the guy was like, you know, and I don't know if he said it exactly like this, but it's almost kind of like, well, God got him. <laughs> right? Like the Lord, the Lord has got him. Like, don't pull him away because he, he's catching the Holy Ghost and God's got him, right? Yeah. So he's there and he's in a sea of black people and he's there and laid out like Jesus, his arms out and the people yes. just waving Maxine, their hands know, over. Him. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my,
0: I, That's how the movie started, right? I'm like, I (laughs) just went straight into thinking. I'm like, oh, here we go. Here we go. (laughs) I I, I, I didn't know.
1: My my heart was torn because I went between like, this is some crazy mess. Yes. But it was shot so beautifully. I'm like, oh, that's a great shot. That's so great. I agree. I agree.
0: I totally. That's why I was conflicted the whole movie. I was conflicted the whole movie. I I was like, that was a beautiful
1: shot. I was like, this is some nonsense. This is some nonsense. But (laughs) it's shot so beautifully. I was conflicted. I was like, I hate (laughs) and love this mess at the same time. This is ridiculous beauty. (laughs) Right? Yes. And then I kind of just thought to myself, I'm like, huh, okay. So we're 10 minutes in, and he got black confirmation. Okay, so why is this? And I'm thinking, like, it's not even none of my business, but I was also thinking at the same time. And not that i normally think like this but i was thinking like i wonder what these white people sitting here watching this elvis movie are thinking about I'm all white this and i was thinking
0: the same thing, <laughs> I, went, the same thing.
1: I was like this is i'm like this is a lot of black folks and their place in it is interesting yes. right so i'm like okay yes. so i'm feeling offended they purposely for
0: They we one- <laughs> did that right uh, like they, uh, they thought that was the thing i was like I my I was like,
1: it's like don't get mad.
0: Yeah, don't get
1: mad that he did black music. Black people are okay with it. They say they they confirmed him. It's okay. And so, and and like I said, I was kind of like kind of offended in a way. But then I was also thinking like these white people probably sitting here watching this movie and they don't want to see this mess either. So I was just kind of curious on it was just who that was serving. Know if
0: this was right? Like my thing is
1: like who was it serving? like, who did you it do that
0: was a I know, but it was, like, it, it was just, it was just, you were right. It was, like, beautifully, beautifully directed, but it was messy. There was a lot of messy parts. That's just one messy part, but it started with the messy part. I mean, my brain was on fire. Because <laughs> I was just, like, mm, I don't know about that. Like, I had to do a lot of... I don't know.
1: That's, that's why I, I felt my blood pressure.
0: Think, and then then I was thinking about me and the way that I grew up. And then I was thinking, well, you know, like I grew up around um, my best friend and her family like took me in. So then I was like, well, I feel sometimes, I mean, like, I, I mean, I feel like I know a little different things because I didn't grow up in like a, a white household. So it was just, like, for me, I just started, was thinking about a bunch of little things right. that... And I felt that there were some things that were messy. And then, regardless of how I grew up or not, I, I just felt like they really wanted us to. Uh... <laughs> like, I don't, you know, it's like, so there's Elvis, right? And what I, you know, it's hard for you, You know, it's hard for me. My thing about Elvis is like, What I don't, what I really come down the terms of everything is like, he's just this one person, right? And I don't wanna put everything on this one man, but we sure like to do that with people who look good, who have a talent and we just tear this one, this anybody who is talented apart and we make them think a certain way, look a certain way. And that was really what got me out of the whole movie is that I just thought of him as every other story of a musician or a person that was great. And that's why I kind of go back to that whole Britney Spears thing where they they made her do the the casinos and like she was attractive and she was this. And then the industry were like, do this show, do this show, write this song, wear this outfit, you know? And like, and so I just, because it was layered in all sorts of ways for me. I don't know. I don't know, it was still pretty, yeah.
1: Yeah. But was it
0: a good movie? It was a good movie. I'll watch it again. My thing, my takeaway from it is, I just hope that, I think this is just my hope for all things, not just movies and um, theater, but like articles and things you see online Mm -hmm. is that We're the most educated people with, but living with the most stupidest people. I don't really know what the, like we we're we're an advanced society, but yet we're going backwards. And so I just, my thing about, if I could give anyone anything is that I would hope that people know that they just watched a movie and not everything in the movie is a fact, yeah, you know, or just in anything and anything they see, you know, like, you know, yeah. and that's what I got from it, because I know before who I am now, I didn't always, I, I really had to look at some movies that I've seen when I was younger, and I would take away that movie as that was fact
1: yeah we're all guilty of that because we thought that the people that we were watching their stuff that they had morals or yeah or or standards which is probably giving too much credit especially Especially history
0: movies i really like you know movies that had to do with actors or musicians i was just like this is crazy i'm like i so
1: cleopatra's white so
0: you know cleopatra
1: is right (laughs) so so, also as far as like the black folks in the movie like i said when it was it was very interesting to see this and it's beautifully shot but it was just kind of the way that black people were used in the movie and like i said just like the way they were used for the first shot like i said inside the you know dancing dirty and then the church part but even when he went to like the i guess it's called bill street when he went to the black side of town
0: i know but he never Uh, there's no oh There's no documentation of him ever going there, but you know what? But it's possible that he could have, but the thing is, it's it's just like, but 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 they put it in there for us to believe that though.
1: Yeah. But I thought it was just very interesting that I don't know. It was, um, I think the way they kind of showed black people in the movie was very superficial, you know, very superficial, the way they were used, they were used kind of more like for spectacle than it was for anything else. Mm. And so, you know, even when he was on Bill Street and you saw the black folks there and they're just walking and smiling. You really didn't really know anybody. You saw the musicians and kind of did their <laughs> thing, kind of talk with them. But they always kind of used like the way they were kind of presented is to me is how and it might not be fair, but present to me how white people would, would see us. Uh-huh. Like, like what is being done more so than who we are. And I felt that's how they were kind of presented in the movie in a way. And I don't know if this is true or how it worked in his life, but it looked like he was always around black people for inspiration, but then he would go to the white side for his life. You know what I mean? So he would go over there or whatever, Bill Street, or whatever, pick up some swag or hang around, sing songs or whatever, pick up clothes and then go back home and be cool and different. Wow. So he's almost taking the parts that he needed and just kind of went back. I'm sure that's not what they were trying to show by the way they showed the contrast of him hanging around the black people and then going back home with uh. the white people. But it was just like, okay, so when he wants inspiration or some wisdom or whatever, that's where he goes, you know, but uh. he t- but he takes everything he has and goes somewhere else with it. And he's special somewhere else with it. And when he's around the other people where he gets it from, he'd just be a dude doing his thing. Bye. And it seemed like that's how he kind of just rolled and i was thinking like because really i was thinking like if he was really just cool with all them black people and not saying he would have to but interesting that you know like none of his bandmates were black or he didn't bring up anybody with him or had them some kind of tie-in you know what i mean no it
0: reminds me of that science episode (laughs) when george is trying to find the one black friend it's ridiculous but but I thought it was kind of interesting, but then it made me think of Eminem. I'm like
1: Eminem. I thought I, Eminem, I thought I, of Eminem too during and, this film. And I thought it was cool. Like, not that he has to, but I think it's cool that he hangs around the people that he's friends with and that he was a inspired by. Guy. Exactly. Exactly. Right. He could have just yes. he could have just took his white fan base and just like, screw you black people. But he It's not even for like confirmation or proof for him. He doesn't wear people like that, you know? And I love that about him. I think he's cool like that. I just, I don't know. Elvis is a person, you know? And everybody got their choices in the way they move and nobody owes anybody nothing. Nothing, I agree. Uh, And that's fine but i just think sometimes the issue you know because i was thinking about it, i was like well we kind of talked about it before and i was like i don't know if black people really really have an issue but i think if there is an issue it's not the issue that people think or the way people think i think it's more or less somebody trying to bolster something up a certain kind of way when you know better and not to say they're not good mm-hmm. but it's almost kind of like if you're saying somebody's the top of something and you know that there's 10 people that's better then it's kind of like what are you trying to say <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: totally. you know it's, you're almost offended But if it was just like a normal level of like oh this person is great then yeah they could be great in their greatness but to be like because it's funny you don't start calculating or tallying until somebody gives you a number if they said elvis was good and people could just listen and watch and be like yeah he's good but if you say elvis is number one and better than everybody then you start yeah you make people count and actually do number count you better be what you say you are so it's best to keep it general and be like they were a good artist that brought something to the situation or whatever but when you start talking about number one everybody's coming for number one and you in a bad position if everybody already have a top 10 and the person that you're trying to present (laughs) is not nowhere near number one yeah it's true to the person you're trying to say that to
0: yeah you know he did over 600 songs and he did not write one single one. That doesn't mean yeah. that he couldn't sing, but yeah, yeah. but um but he did supposedly yeah. give 50% royalties out to every single one, but who knows. But yeah. but uh oh, funny, about okay so about that. Okay. So they we show like Little Richard. Oh right? gosh I saw that too right.
1: I thought that was a bit much but anyway I they thought showed... that was a
0: bit much too I literally was keep it moving
1: so so they showed they showed that whatever when he was dipping in to get his inspiration and then he had the woman in there singing nothing but a hound dog i thought it was very interesting that the way they did it in the movie he would hear the song one way so it's like okay we're going to give the black people their acknowledgement so those they show it one way right so he's there and he hears the woman singing it and she's singing it a different kind of way right And so when he's going to perform it, he's doing it a different way than how he heard, right? And so I was thinking like, so was Elvis hearing songs sung a different kind of way, but he did his own interpretation of it later on, you know, did his own way of doing it? Because the way the movie did it it is like he wasn't doing exactly. He was doing it his own way, doing his spin. But when I went back and was watching videos of how the song really was and what he did, Mm -hmm. it was a copy of it. But mm-hmm. in the movie it was like he took a song and then when he did he re-
0: remixed it and i just wonder like <laughs> they just kept on feeding him music you know like i don't think elvis like went out like i think they just gave him music of artists yeah. that were you know
1: but i'm saying that it wasn't like he had a style but i'm saying like when i when i heard him do like hound dog and stuff like that the way the oh, movie hound presented dog. it it almost made it seem like he did it differently than how the song was you know how songs are a certain kind of way and then another artist does it and they do it their spin on it like okay, okay. Dolly Parton and Whitney Houston I would always love you Dolly Parton sings it her way yep and then Whitney Houston sing it her way and it's two yep. different songs now I can't think of the girl's name right now but she did a, a cover of Kate Bush's song kate bush did it one way the new girl did it the exact same way as kate bush and barely changed any form of it so if somebody heard that today they would think that that girl was sounding original because she's saying it exactly like kate bush she didn't flip it but somebody not knowing they would think that that girl made it up she did it so much like kate bush that I wanted to look up the girl and see what other songs she sang just to see if she sang like that on every song and she didn't and she didn't which I wasn't surprised because she she had to be Kate Bush for her other songs to sound like Kate Bush but that one she didn't switch up enough for it to be her own thing and so I thought it was interesting the way they showed in the movie it made it seem like he was switching it up more than than he was when he was doing it closer to how he heard the other other folks sing it And we're just kind of talking. So I'm not really dogging him or dogging no, movie. We're, right. we're just having a discussion about it. But it was just so much stuff that was just very interesting. Well, there was a lot
0: in there. I mean, it's like, you can't really just unpack. It's a lot. You know, three hours <laughs> and the whole history of, you know, all of that. And even in a podcast, But yeah, yeah. but getting, you know, but getting informed and listening and learning, you know, well, that's all we can ask for, right? yeah and we're just you know these are just our opinions right we're only worth five cents that's right we're not really worth more than five that's right some days i think i'm worth 10 but that's just you know when i've had a cocktail but (laughs) (laughs) but you know like it's really just that you know
1: so what did you think of tom hanks portrayal of the colonel colonel tom parker
0: that's a whole nother subject I guess he, I don't know Colonel, but I thought he played him well. But there was parts of the movie that I, that I also were like, like the way they narrative, like, I don't know. It jumped around for me a little bit too much.
1: And I think that was on purpose. And I think the reason why they did his narrative instead of Elvis's is because if it was straight up Elvis movie and it was something bad, they didn't want to stay on for too long. They would have to stay on. Uh, They, They would look like they were being messed up for deliberately avoiding it. But if you say it's somebody oh. else's narrative, they oh. can dip in and dip out whenever they want to.
0: Yes, that movie just made way more sense to me with you saying that. Huh. Huh. Yeah, because there was parts that I was like, huh? You know. I mean, he was, he was, um, he played, I just think he's a great actor. Yeah, so I yeah. thought he did a really great job in the movie. Um, he did a great job because he rubbed me the wrong way. Because here, <laughs> I'm, here I'm going to, oh my God, why are you messing with my Elvis? yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: you know what I mean like he was very paranoid Elvis was and he was a complete germaphobe like he would only um eat with his own spoons and forks no matter where he went so the colonel really did as I read I'm reading and know of is that they he really did play on him um to kind of keep him under control yeah yeah you know like kind I mean at the end I felt kind of felt bad for Elvis at the end <laughs> I felt no for bad. real I felt so bad for Elvis at the end I was like that was your life you yeah. you know no matter what like your movies and your the the music you know like that's yeah. how you you lived your rest of your days locked up in, in the Vegas tower being yeah. caught up in a place in a contract you couldn't get out of
1: when I saw that you know what I thought of when I saw that I'm like that's exactly what happened to Michael Jackson he had a medicine guy to followed him around. He was yep. in his contract to do all these concerts. He supposed to do this crazy number of concerts. Like, you know, he's not in shape to do all this stuff. Like he going to die on the road because there ain't no way he going to do all those concerts back to back to back. Seriously. This, there's this, this is-
0: um, video where Michael Jackson says, I don't like touring. And he's yes. like, you can't say that. And he was like, he was like, well, we're going to reshoot this again. And he's like, I don't, I don't like touring. And he's like, okay, we're going to shoot it one more time. And then he's, they they're like he's like i love touring and then michael jackson laughs and they all kind of laugh but they're laughing when damn right he was just stretched so thin
1: yeah and just tired he you know worked that hard and had to do all those kind of things and him locked into that contract to the point where they knew he couldn't do that many and probably knew he wasn't going to be able to do it but they was going to sure sign him up for it and i'm like this yeah. is just so the same kind of thing that they kind of do to people and they kind of separate them from their family and stuff like that. All that stuff was very yep. similar, very similar. I think Michael had more access to stuff, but that didn't change what was happening to him. It didn't change exactly. how his handlers were still dealing with him and stuff, which is yep. very interesting to have all that money, have all these people you take care of, and you still just running for your life as if you have nothing. Right. That's crazy. That, it is crazy that, that's a poor person problem but no that they got the same problem as poor people they still don't have no peace they still have everything but it means nothing they still don't have no connection to family. it's just sad and very unfortunate like i say, i don't think they made him accountable enough for some of that stuff but even when he cheated on his woman allegedly or even when he took drugs or even when just it's just funny how they kind of did it but like i said he made a pretty picture of a famous person and so with all the stuff that went down with Elvis for it to be be presented in such in such a way it was amazing you know as yeah. a movie as a movie
0: as a movie it really was
1: it was just so like it was stuff. insightful
0: and movies are supposed to be insightful i mean yeah. well it's not all movies of course yeah. but but it was it was that
1: yeah and i do like the and heat. the
0: acting was good yeah. i mean it wasn't you know so i mean it had me thinking a lot so
1: I thought Tom Hanks voice was going to get on my nerves that accent whatever he was doing but after a while I didn't even notice it anymore so yeah I, thought, I forgot
0: that that was him playing him that's yeah. why so after a while I thought from the commercial
1: I thought it was gonna be too much but after a while I didn't notice it and then I thought it was powerful what he said and some truth to it when he was saying about how they were the same and how like he made Elvis yes. and Elvis made him and that was true and that was yes. true because really there's, there's so many people that's entertaining and do stuff or talented or whatnot and never get to where they need to be. It's it's always a gatekeeper. You always need somebody to be the guy who's gonna you know you're gonna ask nicely and they're gonna kick the door down for you you need yeah. to have that. you it's
0: definitely like, need a gatekeeper it's
1: just it's just like Joe Jackson with his boys the Jacksons like the Jacksons were good but if you didn't have Joe Jackson getting them in places oh, they seriously. wouldn't have got in you know yeah. the, the same thing with Dame Dash and and Jay-Z Jay-Z could be as talented as he want to be but if Dame Dash ain't gonna be like hey you're gonna sign my boy we're gonna get him in here definitely we're gonna start our own record label if you don't have those people you need them both and yep. so and
0: that's who i always wanted to be yeah. <laughs> but not not in a negative way
1: right right so when he said that to elvis that you know like i made you you made me and that we're connected yeah. i
0: thought that was
1: powerful and i thought it was true and i think a lot of people probably didn't take it and i think they took it as him being a bad guy but i'm like that was the, one of the most truthful things in that movie and the truth is is that you you need both Talented, talented. Both, Elvis, yeah. Elvis might have been. It doesn't matter if, if he didn't have somebody to, to see the big picture. Because oh yeah, there's
0: a lot of people who are either not ta- they're not that talented, but are in the limelight. Yeah. But they yeah. had someone. Yeah, or, it makes. Yeah, a I mean, yep.
1: So I know they try to present him as just a straight villain, but he was he had the idea about the Christmas special. It's funny that he probably made more money on merchandise and stuff. Even the whole thing about the you know I love Elvis buttons and I hate Elvis buttons. Like they were just
0: as important. Mm-hmm. You need the big picture guy. You need somebody to see all the angles. The first thing I thought of was, was brilliant. I hate yeah. that. <laughs> like, I mean, because yeah. I, I feel like I, my brain kind of works like that. Yeah. But um, so I admire that thinking, that yeah. drive.
1: But, you know, and it's a, it's a mentality that's needed. And the thing about it is, and with anything, if it doesn't have any kind of restraint on it or any, any kind of perspective, it could get out of hand. And so he probably came from a place where he didn't have a lot. And so he's always looking for because somebody who's doing all right, they may be like, they won't look under every corner. They don't have to because they they kind of feel like they're gonna get it from somewhere else, or there's other ways to get it, or they're not gonna lower themselves to them standards. But somebody who's hungry, they they see stuff where nobody else sees they it.
0: Hungrier, quite different yeah. than. Well, who are not
1: and so he moves differently and so even though elvis okay. maya grew up poor it wasn't at the level probably he was and that's why he had the big picture and so he had to lead a lot more so than anything else well Perfect we don't have a combination even
0: really story because he came here from another country and lied right. about his past right so right
1: but usually if you're hiding because somebody's
0: chasing you're hiding something yeah you're hiding
1: so they needed each other and i won't go as far as to say that he could have made anybody elvis
0: he probably wasn't So who knows when he started gambling and having a gambling problem, right? Like, so him himself, like maybe he didn't have all that money and then he started getting money. And then, you know, like Elvis went into drugs and maybe he went into gambling and they both had some kind of addiction because they got money. So maybe they didn't start their relationship off not trying to be successful for one another. So maybe he wasn't always... That guy I mean who really knows
1: I don't think he was a complete bad guy but I think they both had visions and they kind of touched on that where Elvis saw himself being somewhere and then the colonel saw I mean this
0: contract I keep thinking that I always hear this every time I watch anything about any musician back in the day it's like no one you know they get people that you know don't have much and they have them signing these crazy contracts
1: well when you're hungry even scraps look good
0: yeah, I no, I oh, yeah, I, get, I agree. I agree with that. Darn it, yeah, you're right. So it
1: makes a difference. But towards the end, when he got his um, five-year tour thing that he has stuck mm-hmm. in Vegas, that mm-hmm. scene where he was singing "Suspicious Minds" mm-hmm. and he kept saying, "I'm stuck in a trap. I'm stuck in a trap." I'm like, yes.
0: Oof. Oh, that was that got to me.
1: That was so that powerful. Was I, that, that was that, very that, powerful. That was a moment. That was a moment.
0: That was totally a moment. Okay. Thanks for bringing that up. That was a moment. I'm like, that's the mantra
1: for the movie. I'm stuck in a trap and I can't get out. Get out. Yes. I'm stuck in a trap. And really, it's all the stuff we deal with is relationships. And those relationships can be very, in one way, we benefit from them, but it could cost us our livelihood if it's the wrong relationship. And it's like, is it worth the cost? You know, And, and sometimes we find out too late. Sometimes we're caught in a trap, and we just don't know. But I thought it was very powerful. And even though I like that scene...
0: Oh, my gosh. I did love that scene.
1: Even though with that scene... Recently, I saw the documentary that that scene was based off of. Oh, really? So HBO Max, they have a documentary about Elvis and, and his time over in Vegas. And so the director borrowed a lot from that documentary so it had elvis oh. behind the scenes and stuff and oh i and, want to see and, that and joking around and some stuff on stage and he up there kissing all the women and he's singing with the band and stuff and always took elvis as being so self-righteous and serious and stuff right but watching the documentary, he was just he was jokey and light and not taking himself so serious. And I also got the perspective too of how he went from all these stadiums and all this big old stuff going on to like a Vegas room, right? So it's not as many people. And even though he was so earnest and stuff in the movie, you can see from the documentary that is almost like a, a, a music review where he's just doing all the hits and he's very light and j- joking around in between talking to people, oh. joking around with the band and stuff and playing with them mic and i'm trying to remember the song and blah 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 and he just he didn't take himself seriously and i thought that was so disarming i'm like
0: oh. yes
1: yes i had the same issue with usher i i when i first saw usher i was like that little But You know, I don't like his attitude. He think he's the next Michael Jackson and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, he just takes, he just think he's just too cool. And then I went to the concert, Usher concert with my sister begrudgingly. And I sat there laughing and joking with the audience. And he just, he's just silly. And I'm like, Okay, it just took the wind out of it. Just, you know, he's a person. He doesn't take himself seriously. He knows what he's doing. He just, next he's just time trying I get to... my
0: phone charge. I'll tell you how I was with Usher when he was getting married in Cuba. That's oh, the funny wow.
1: story.
0: Okay. <laughs> you got to remind me of that.
1: Okay. I will. I will. But like Usher, when I saw that of Elvis and him performing and being so light, I'm like, but I understand the point of it not being that way in the movie but but even when he sang that song i was waiting for him to Mm -hmm. sing the song and i was waiting for him to Mm -hmm. stuck in the truck but he didn't sing it like that he was very light and i was like oh okay so so even though the director was inspired by this documentary he used it in a cool way to prove his point and i thought that was just very interesting to see it contrasting because it was so like that even with the pauses and the people screaming and the way it was cut but it was just like Okay, he used that moment. And he, did you
0: see? And did you see? And you saw that after the movie,
1: yeah. I saw it after the movie. I saw it the uh, the other after day. After this movie. Yeah, because okay.
0: It's right. Was, so did that and, give you a whole other perspective even on that movie?
1: Yeah, it did. It, well, what, it let me notice also what the director, how he used certain things in a certain mm-hmm. kind of way, and just to see the, the difference between the two. But okay, and it kind of and it kind of answered a question for something I saw in the movie that I thought was weird. So it was this one scene where. was performing on stage and he kind of like put the microphone in his mouth for a quick second he put the whole mic in his mouth like joking around in the movie right
0: i don't remember that
1: and i thought like that's weird that's awkward right (laughs) so so i'm watching the documentary that's totally awkward and he's behind the scenes like performing with the band and whatever and he did the same thing i said that's where they got that from so he did it behind the scenes joking around and they caught it on camera and they put that in the movie but just in a different place Cause I thought it was a weird thing to, sh- to show, but that was just kinda, I guess, showing that he's jokes around and was playing and stuff. And he took himself not serious. I'll be curious to see what you think of when you see the, the documentary, but it was so nice to see it so light. And like I said, it, was, it wasn't it was like he was fighting for his life during that performance. It was like I said, maybe later on, but like I said, in the beginning, cause they showed him working with the band, right. and the people together and singing with the background singers. And also too, I will give him credit is he was saying like when he's getting the the whole um performance together he was like hey i hear it like this could you do this can you do that so it was nice to see him behind the scenes kind of narrating how he wants the songs to be and how he's well, heard they it put,
0: well they in his put head. that in the movie
1: yes they did they did
0: they put they they haven't they did put that in the movie and i noticed yeah. that
1: yeah yeah so but so i just
0: but i didn't go back to the original songs that's why i didn't have yeah. a comment on it because yeah. i was like oh i so i was like oh i assumed that he did his own spin because they put it in the movie and yeah. then when you told me that earlier in this conversation i'm like oh i didn't do that research yeah so <laughs> no no it's, it's so
1: much it's so much and like i said a lot of like i said with hound dog oh and other Stuff like that, like I said, but then that's him being earlier too. Oh,
0: that's earlier, right? Because we right. were so, so now yeah, you got all these so, different So
1: now he got the, you know, the the raised right. lift thing, he got the style, he got the jumpsuit. So now he's probably more comfortable and kind of more up to putting his interpretation on stuff. But it's you know, I thought it was interesting. But but like I said, it was just good to see him in a lighter. Lighter way because, like I said, the way the movie was, it just seemed like he just never had a break. And then the stuff with his mom and his mom passing, and the stuff with the the dad, and even the way they kind of did the mom thing, I'm kind of scared to look into it. But even the way it was in the
0: movie, I thought it was just like, no, that's true. That that's very true about how he was with his mom. Like even at the funeral, they all it it was his grieving was really severe, and people it made people uncomfortable. Yeah, because it just seemed like they—I don't know. But you know. Yeah. But I, oh but you know what? I didn't know. I didn't know he had a twin.
1: Yeah, I remember hearing that. Because there's been so many movies done about him, or little, you know, been things so, about him.
0: There's been so, so many. Yeah. They did do a good job filming it. You're yeah. right. Yeah. The 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 way the coloring was, the scene, the yeah, you are right.
1: But they had the the perfect director because Baz Lerman. He does. Uh, he does a whole bunch of movies. He did like uh, that Romeo and Juliet from back in the day with um, Leonardo DiCaprio. He did The Great Gatsby. He did Moulin oh, Rouge.
0: That, that, oh, those are all good movies.
1: Yeah, but he's the master of making opulence look sympathetic. Ah. Uh. <laughs> Yeah. Instead of corrupting makes gaudy, he makes you feel bad for rich people or, or, or powerful. I'm oh like, totally. You know what I mean? Totally. Like powerful people. Yeah. He makes it be, oh, that poor rich guy or oh, that poor beautiful person. You know, he, he has a yeah, way of making it seem so, like I said, he, he makes you sympathize. And that's his talent. I
0: mean, well, I'll tell you what. Right. It's his talent. But I know he was doing it in the Elvis movie. I literally knew. I was like, you're putting a lot of these things in here to make me feel some type of way. And I was like, I'm gonna feel my own way. <laughs> like I wanna do my own, you know, like I was like I knew what he that what they were doing. Like I felt it. And you know. And what? I was like, I, I think was it's- gonna I was like, I'm gonna figure out my own stuff.
1: And I think it is funny that, you know, when you can kind of see the intentions coming, I think I think that's, yeah, I think that's the thing about a magic trick, as long as you don't know it's coming, then you could sit back and accept it. But when you do know, and you see it coming, mm-hmm. it's just so telegraphed that it's just like, I see I all see all the strings, I see how it's taped together. And it's hard to fall into it when you see it coming at you. Mm. But I will say it did end up earning itself back in a way when I after I got over that and just kind of like, let me let me just take it for what it is. And let me just see it as a movie. And when I saw it as yeah, a Yeah, I'm actually I,
0: glad that I didn't, we took some time because I was heated in the first.
1: I know you were, I know you were.
0: <laughs> I was super <laughs> heated. <laughs> yeah, it's,
1: it's just unfortunate how, uh, we know how artists are, we know how the system is and, and all that. And it's just a it's, a, it's a sad state of things. Um, But and unfortunately it's normal. Yeah. It's just standard. Yeah. It's just unfortunate. But, you know, hopefully it's a cautionary tale to, to people because the thing about it is that stuff that happened to him is happening still to people. And I hope that it just brings some insight to stuff. I don't know if it's going to change. No, it's probably not because it hasn't still. And if it's working in the favor of the system, then why would it ever change it? Yep. All right. So with that being said, do you have any final thoughts or anything? Because we covered so much. Any last words or thoughts?
0: Yeah. Um. So... B.B. King once was quoted saying, I told Elvis once, and he told me he remembered. I told him this, is that music is like water. King pointed out water is for every living person and every living thing. King raised his finger up as Elvis was still in front of him and profoundly declared water from the white fountain doesn't taste any better than from the black fountain. We just need to share it. That's all. You see, Elvis knew this, and I know this. Wow,
1: well, that's deep. Yeah. Yeah. I enjoyed the movie. And for the most part, you know, I dig Elvis. Like I said, it was just a complicated thing. And um, it's just very interesting. But as far as the movie, like I said before, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was... A- it was a spectacle it was a spectacle that was nicely shot yeah. and had encompassed a lot and it had you know a perspective and no movie will ever cover everything it'll never be ever be fulfilled the way that a lot of people probably would want and all those things and so a movies going to be where it's going to be and either you like it or you don't so i enjoy yep. the movie i still think there's a lot of complications when it comes to to elvis but who who doesn't have complications but as far as the movie me watching the movie did i enjoy the movie yes i did
0: yep me too i agree i enjoyed it too we're not walking around life without complications no matter who you are right so right right right
1: but it's so funny how we could get passionate and we can mix so much stuff into our art and i think that's a good thing i think it could be um a a trying thing and a messy thing and a complicated thing but it's kind of neat that you know people can have a feeling about something where it will entangle with the things that you're watching i think that's it that says a lot you know i don't know if, what it says i don't know if it says something good or bad but it, <laughs> it's it's something right. it's a reaction it's a feeling that got brought out of you because of
0: that a- thing. emotion is uh right it's emotion right so once there's emotion that can go either way i think mm-hmm. that's where that's why I love math. Math doesn't have an emotion. It's probably more like the main. I mean, math doesn't lie. Numbers don't really lie, but yeah. when it comes to emotion, there's a lot of there's a lot of gray.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, would you recommend this movie?
0: Oh, definitely.
1: Right on. I think I would too. Because I, it,
0: was, it was a it was a good movie.
1: Yeah. And, and I don't <laughs> even think I with would've...
0: everything that we just said, it was still a good movie. And yeah. the big. I mean, I'm just very glad we gave that like a week to really digest
1: yeah and i'm glad you you kind of pushed me and i won't say push that's not fair but um i will admit i did watch it so i can have this conversation with you because I it, it was one <laughs> of those kind of things that you know what i if i got stuck you know start kind of running out of movies i probably would have went to go see it just because it's kind of like you know how it is with slim pickings with movies the stuff to be the last on yep. you list start looking good when there's nothing else <laughs> left to see in the theaters <laughs> that I've seen about pretty much yep. everything. So it's just like, oh, that last yeah. girl wasn't my first choice, but you know, she's here right now. <laughs> <laughs> she's looking kind of cute now.
0: <laughs> oh, I know, right? Let's see no. what she's
1: up to. <laughs> so,
0: That's how I feel about Minions right now. That's funny. <laughs> I've seen it. I've seen every movie in the theater, and I, mm-hmm. when I go to the Alamina and I look at the you know, the marquee, I'm all All I've got is minions. I don't know if I'm ready, and it's not anything. I just right, you know, not. I've watched the other cartoon, but yeah, it's exactly. I know exactly how you're feeling. Yeah, it's just (laughs)
1: just not your first pick. It's just there. So, so yeah. So it's just there. Right. It's just there. (laughs) But I like that we had this conversation. I was looking forward to it. I agree. I'm glad that um, we had a little break in it, even though I was chomping at the bit to get to this conversation i am glad that i got a chance to you know see more stuff you know i watched more videos about him saw more interviews i saw you know other people's thoughts of him at the time which i thought was kind of interesting because i was really trying to see you know because even the movie they didn't show a lot of it i was also really wondering what did black people kind of think of him at that time you know, because I didn't yes, really see too right. much of their reactions or anything. So I thought that was very interesting and not that it matters really in the end. I, just, I was just kind of curious just to, you know, because you just want more information to kind of build what you feel about a thing. But, um, you know, seeing the movie and wanting to talk and have conversations. I think that's what that's what good art does. It, it brings forth conversations and thoughts and perspectives, which is, you know, in turn, when we talk about stuff. To kind of give insight to other people that may be looking to work out their own feelings about that art as well and just want to hear somebody else's opinions and how they feel too so yep well thank you so much and i look forward to speaking to you again um which i know it'll be sooner than later
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. probably we always watching movies probably. <laughs>
1: so i look forward to it so that was jay and Kanaya's open discussion spoiler review of the movie elvis Until next time, peace. Bye. Thanks for listening, and please like and subscribe. Be sure to check out past and future episodes of this show, along with my other shows entitled The Movie Bench Quarterbacking Podcast and The j and podcast. Available now on all streaming platforms. Until next time, peace.